0: This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday, the 16th of December. In your Squiz Today, Omicron on the move, the search for William Tyrrell winds up, getting to know Angela Merkel, and watch out for the heatwave. This is your Squiz Today. It was the news no one wanted, a new strain of COVID arriving just as we thought we were wrapping up a second year of COVID disruptions. But Omicron is here and it's spreading at what the World Health Organization is calling an unprecedented rate. Despite reports that the variant is milder than Delta, the WHO boss Dr Tedros warned on Tuesday that we underestimate this virus at our peril. It's a pretty grim warning, Claire. The concern is that Omicron is set to become the dominant strain worldwide very quickly.
1: Yeah. And as we look at things at the moment, the numbers of confirmed cases of Omicron are quite low. In Australia, there's 109 officially confirmed cases of Omicron. So uh, when you look at the hundreds that we have seen and are seeing each day, they're a fraction of that. But as you say, there is concern that it is going to be on a steep rise because officials believe that it's more transmissible. And what officials are saying to get ready for it is get vaccinated, and if you're eligible for a booster, go and get that. They believe that the current vaccines are effective against severe disease and death and that they're effective against the Omicron strain. Uh, but all of this is happening at a really interesting time. Uh, most of the developed world are reaching high levels of vaccination, just as Australia is. And a lot of those restrictions are coming down. So COVID will be in the community.
0: Yep, it's an interesting time to test the living with COVID part of the roadmap. We're heading into holidays, borders are opening, we have those high rates of vaccination. How's it looking around the grounds? Look, when you look at the numbers of cases uh, in the
1: recent past, it's pretty stable except for New South Wales, which has seen a really sharp increase in the number of COVID cases. Uh, We'll see where that lands for the rest of the week. But to take a quick snapshot, New South Wales is 93.3% fully vaccinated. Uh, It's easing restrictions. It did that again, Uh, just as Health Minister Brad Hazard predicts that the state could see 25,000 new infections per day by the end of January. So there's a bit of coming to ease with all of that in the coming weeks.
0: It is a nervous time though. Victoria is also easing restrictions. Queensland and Tasmania have just opened their borders. WA have announced their plans to open. We have been here before and we know that state governments can close borders and put restrictions back on on very short notice as for what you can do, political and health leaders say it's up to your personal responsibility. Get your booster shot, of course, but don't forget about the basics of hand washing, distancing, masks where you think you should, testing, of course. There's a link in the Squeeze Today newsletter of exactly what the current rules and recommendations are in your state if you want to get across it. Before we move away from COVID news for the day, we'll just duck over to the UK. Omicron is spreading super fast there. It now accounts for 20% of cases in the UK and the majority of cases in London. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson is up against the wall trying to introduce measures to stop the spread. 99 members of his own party crossed the floor and voted against his proposed COVID pass laws yesterday.
1: Yeah, so just on COVID in the UK, Prime Minister Boris Johnson and health officials have warned of a looming tidal wave of Omicron cases. Uh, They're giving uh, an update on that this morning and really urging people to get vaccinated to continue that journey. Uh, But on the political front, Johnson has been under uh, quite a cloud for some time. There's been a string of scandals uh, about the way his office operated during uh, that COVID period last year. Uh, Scandals about a quiz night, even Mm -hmm. an illegal quiz night. Mm -hmm. Um, So his leadership is really being tested. There's been rumours about that but the fact that 99 of his own colleagues uh, voted against legislation uh, that he put forward on COVID yesterday is the biggest sign that he is in trouble. Uh, Look for lots of speculation going forward about what it all means for his leadership.
0: Yeah there's open talk about his leadership being on shaky ground. There's not an election due in the UK for another two years. While we're on International Leaders, it's a good time to talk about our shortcut for this week. We dived into the life and times, the achievements of the now former Chancellor of Germany, Angela Merkel. Couldn't let her uh,
1: retirement go unnoted. (laughs) She certainly is one of the most significant leaders from Europe uh, of the last couple of decades. She's one of the most significant female leaders uh, in the world. So she's a really interesting person as well. It's a good
0: listen. Before we move on, a little insight into Team Squiz. We do a lot on Slack. One of the rules is that your profile picture should be someone you admire. It's Pretty confusing for new team members, but anyway, Claire, yours is
1: <laughs> It's
0: Angela Merkel.
1: She looks a bit grumpy
0: in that photo. <laughs> She's giving a good bit of side eye. You don't mess with Angela. Mine, uh, mine was Nickers, the giant steer. Longtime squizzes will know that's a that's a, he's a big favourite of mine. But it's uh it's currently your dog Tucker, Claire, in a party hat yeah, he, he, and a streamer. I think in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looks he looks about as thrilled as Angela. (laughs) I have to say Uh, it is our last Squiz Shortcut for the year it's a good one to be across it's a good listen search for Squiz Shortcuts in your podcasting app back home and the latest search for missing toddler William Tyrrell has now wrapped up. William of course went missing seven years ago and for the last four weeks police have been searching the former home of his foster grandmother in Kendall and nearby bushland. While the police haven't made any big announcements, new evidence from the search will be put before the coroner.
1: Yeah, and what they said yesterday is that a bone fragment had been found. That's now undergoing forensic testing and examination. Uh, They talked a very big game New South Wales Police a few weeks ago Mm. and the Police Commissioner Mick Fuller said that he hoped that the case would be solved uh, before he retired at the end of January. So it's a watch this space and we'll see I guess exactly what they have uncovered in that big search.
0: There's still a few loose ends happening. William's foster parents are heading to court after being charged with the assault of a child in their care. That child was not William and his foster mother remains a person of interest in his disappearance. We know Nike is one of the biggest shoe companies in the world. It's one of the biggest brands in the world. They're making moves, Claire, right into the metaverse, that virtual environment that somehow we keep talking more and more about. <laughs> and, look, if you're leaning into <laughs> the
1: metaverse, you can mm-hmm. get kitted out with um, including a pair of Nikes. That can cost you up to $40,000 a pair. Uh, I can just get my head around people collecting sneakers, buying mm. real sneakers that they don't wear but buying virtual sneakers that they have no chance of ever wearing i really need to stop and think about that
0: yeah it's a whole other thing just a quick refresher on nfts non-fungible tokens you buy and sell the ownership of unique digital items you can then keep track of who owns them using the blockchain so many new words and terms (laughs) a whole new world but yeah as you say the thing is a whole lot of money thousand bucks for a pair of virtual sneakers Before we wrap up, while La Nina has been the weather talk for a while on the east coast, that's all about to change, with the bomb forecasting an extreme heatwave for parts of Australia, Claire.
1: Yep, northern parts of Western Australia also uh, looking into the centre of Australia in the Northern Territory and South Australia. Uh, The capital cities are probably going to escape the worst of the heat unless you're in Adelaide and it's getting ready to start the ashes test so it's going to be pretty hot there Uh, but yeah we're talking about temperatures in the 40s in Mm. some areas it's really the first blast of summer that the
0: east has had hot and humid that's what I'm hearing and lots of giant mosquitoes apparently after all this rain. I'm getting a few they're so gross Mm -hmm. yeah not a fun part of summer Squiz the day, Claire. What are you keeping an eye on? Today, it's a day for Josh Frydenberg, our treasurer.
1: He is releasing MyEFO, which is the Mm -hmm. mid-year economic and fiscal outlook. So get ready Mm -hmm. for that. We'll hear where our finances are at, particularly given that COVID stretch that we've just been through, and we'll see how banged up we are or how
0: positive we're feeling (laughs) about the future. Yep. Lots of interest in how the books are looking. Uh, You mentioned that the cricket starts today. That kicks off at 3 p.m. in Adelaide, that second Ashes Test. It's also Jane Austen's birthday today, so one for the literature lovers there. That's all from us. Have a good Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow.
1: This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Superb.